Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Monday, August 29th. U.S. stocks ended the day in the red, continuing last week's sharp drop, following comments from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell last Friday that heightened inflationary concerns. During the Fed Symposium in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, Powell signaled that pain could be felt by businesses and households alike as the central bank continues its aggressive monetary policy with the goal of restoring price stability. Treasury yields continued to climb with the yield curve steepening, though the U.S. dollar remained subdued after hitting fresh multi-decade highs early last week. Crude oil prices rallied, while gold moved modestly lower. As earnings season is heading to a close, shares of Catalan fell after issuing disappointing guidance, while Pinduoduo rallied after reporting stronger-than-expected second-quarter earnings and revenues. The economic calendar was relatively quiet today, but data on Dallas manufacturing activity showed that the index remained in contraction territory despite a slight improvement. Asia finished mostly lower, but China nudged higher. Europe moved broadly to the downside, while UK markets were closed for a holiday. The global markets continued to grapple with Friday's hawkish commentary by Fed Chair Powell. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 184 points, or 0.6%, to 32,099. The S&P 500 Index declined 27 points, or 0.7%, to 4,031. And the Nasdaq Composite lowered 124 points, or 1%, to 12,018. In moderate volume, 3.4 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.1 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil gained $3.95 to $97 and a penny per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price modestly decreased $0.40 to $1,749.40 per ounce. The dollar index was mostly unchanged at 108.42. In equity news on Monday, Catalant, ticker symbol CTLT, reported adjusted fiscal fourth quarter earnings per share of $1.19, above the $1.15 Faxit estimate. As revenues rose 15% year-over-year to $1.31 billion, just below the street's forecast of $1.33 billion. The healthcare technology and development company issued full-year guidance that came in south of projections. Shares traded lower. Pinduoduo, ticker symbol PDD, rallied over 20% after the Chinese e-commerce behemoth reported revenues and earnings that came in stronger than expected for the second quarter. The company noted that it saw gradual recovery in consumer sentiment in the second half of the quarter. The second quarter earnings season is mostly in the books, and of the 485 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far, Roughly 63% have topped revenue forecasts, and approximately 75% have bested profit projections per data compiled by Bloomberg. Compared to last year, revenue growth is tracking to be up 13.9%, and earnings are 7.3% higher. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, points out in her latest article titled, Fade, Market Hits Resistance as Breath Waned. 
Now, the stock rally since mid-June that has faded the last two weeks looked healthier from a breadth perspective, but low-quality leadership and deteriorating economic data have kept downside risks elevated. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. The recent pullback in the markets has come as the markets anticipate continued aggressive monetary policy tightening, as we discuss in the Schwab Center for Financial Research's article titled, Fed Policy Talk Rattles Market. Stocks dropped after Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell vowed to bring inflation down despite potential pain to households and businesses. You can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Monday, Treasury yields were higher as the yield on the two-year note rose three basis points to 3.44%, the yield on the 10-year note gained seven basis points to 3.11%, and the 30-year bond rate increased four basis points to 3.25%. Bond yields have continued to move higher, especially on the short end of the curve, as the markets anticipated further aggressive monetary policy tightening from the Fed, with Chairman Jerome Powell solidifying last week in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Also, the U.S. dollar, although cooling off late last week, touched a fresh multi-decade high on August 22nd. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses in our Schwab market perspective titled Mixed Signals how the Fed has embarked on one of the most rapid tightening cycles in over 40 years, and with inflation continuing to outpace wage growth, more rate hikes are likely on the horizon. Kathy also offers analysis of the greenback in her commentary titled The Strong Dollar, Can It Continue? You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones, and be sure to check out our Financial Decoder podcast titled, When Interest Rates Rise, What Should You Do With Bonds, that features Kathy. The Dallas Fed Manufacturing Index improved but remained in contraction territory with a reading below zero for August. The index increased to negative 12.9 from negative 22.6 in July and compared to the Bloomberg consensus estimate calling for an improvement to negative 12.7. The index came off the lowest in two years as new orders improved but remained negative, while production and shipments continued to expand. Employment decelerated but remained comfortably in expansion territory, and inflation pressures remained severely elevated but did moderate, with both prices paid and received decelerating. Today's report kicked off the economic week, and with earnings season exiting stage left, it will likely garner heavier scrutiny, amplified by the backdrop of the Fed remaining more aggressive until the data says otherwise. However, with the calendar shifting to September, the headlining data points could be the August ISM Manufacturing Index and this month's key non-farm payroll report. Finally, we will get some Fed speak to follow the tone set during last week's Fed Annual Symposium in Jackson Hole. Tomorrow's economic calendar will introduce reports on June's S&P CoreLogic home prices that are projected to increase 0.9% month-over-month on a seasonally adjusted basis and 19.2% year-over-year non-seasonally adjusted versus the prior reads of 1.32% and 20.5% respectively. 
Additionally, we will get the conference board's August consumer confidence release that is predicted to give a reading of 98 from the prior month's 95.7. The job openings and labor turnover survey, or JOLTS, for July will also be introduced, expected to decrease to 10,375,000 from the prior month's 10,698,000 read. In international news on Monday, Stocks in Europe were broadly lower as the global market conviction seemingly became constrained by Friday's commentary from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell at the Central Bank's annual symposium in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Powell suggested that the U.S. Central Bank will need to be aggressive with its monetary policy tightening as it remains hyper-focused on bringing down inflation and restoring price stability, even if that means pain for businesses and households. The markets also remained skittish amid the festering energy crisis that has unfolded in the region due to tighter gas supplies and surging energy costs as Russia continues to restrict flows from its Nord Stream pipeline. This has exacerbated inflation concerns that have forced the Bank of England and the European Central Bank to join the Fed and move down the monetary tightening path. Volume and trading activity were subdued, with the economic calendar in the region void of any major releases today, and while markets in the UK were closed for a holiday. With inflation pressures driving tighter monetary policies, Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled, Shortages Have Led to Gluts, how inventory gluts have been bad news for the stocks of companies experiencing them, but could also be indicating an inflation peak, which tends to be an ingredient for market bottoms. Also, Jeff discusses in his latest article titled The End of Rate Hikes, how the signals from central banks that rate hikes, which began last year, may be coming to an end, could be welcome news for investors looking ahead to the next 12 months. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The euro traded higher versus the U.S. dollar after dropping below parity with the greenback last week and the British pound dipped. Bond yields in the eurozone continued to move to the upside. Germany's DAX index was down 0.6%. France's CAC 40 index declined 0.8%. Spain's IBEX 35 index fell 0.9%. Italy's FTSE MIB index decreased 0.2%. And Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.4% lower. Stocks in Asia finished mostly lower to begin the week after the U.S. markets fell sharply on Friday in the wake of Fed Chairman Jerome Powell's comments on monetary policy in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. The global markets appear skittish as Powell suggested the U.S. Central Bank will need to remain aggressive with tightening its policy to restore price stability even though this will likely cause economic pain. However, mainland Chinese markets bucked the trend and nudged higher as China's central bank has diverged and introduced further stimulus measures to try to stabilize its economy that has been hampered by the COVID-induced lockdowns, regulatory scrutiny, and real estate concerns. As such, China announced over the weekend that its industrial profits fell year-over-year. Chinese stocks also continued to benefit from an auditing agreement between the U.S. and China, potentially removing the risk of delisting of Chinese stocks that trade on U.S. exchanges. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled China's Yo-Yo Economy that its economy and stock market may remain volatile. 
Meanwhile, geopolitical tensions between the U.S. and China remained elevated, mostly due to the evolving situation in Taiwan, with the U.S. set to begin trade negotiations in September, of which China has expressed opposition. In other economic news, Australia's retail sales for July rose more than expected. Japan's Nikkei 225 index fell 2.7%, with the yen continuing to give back a recent gain versus the U.S. dollar. The yen remains near multi-decade lows versus the greenback, following a sharp drop that began in March, as the Bank of Japan also lags other key global central banks in monetary policy. The Hong Kong Hang Seng Index declined 0.7%. India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index decreased 1.5%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index traded 2% lower, and South Korea's KOSPI Index dropped 2.2%. However, China's Shanghai Composite Index ticked 0.1% higher. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will introduce CPI levels out of Germany and confidence data out of the Eurozone. In Asia-Pacific, the most notable report will be Australia's building approvals.